0: It's EV News briefly for Tuesday, 27th of September. Everything EV in less than five minutes. If you haven't got time for the full show, well, the embargo must have lifted because all of a sudden everybody seems to have released their review of the BMW iX1. And that's no bad thing. I've been reading reviews from the likes of Car, Autocar and Auto Express. They say that the two specs available, X-Line and M Sport, are both very highly specced for a BMW. You won't spend too long in the options list. Start at £52,000, all-wheel drive. 65 kilowatt hour battery range they say around 270 miles WLTP very rapid uh, they say it's going to give cars like the Audi Q4 e-tron and Mercedes EQA a real headache not cheap of course and of course built on combustion similarity as well, rather than being a pure EV platform, those cars will arrive middle of the decade with BMW's new class platform, but a big car to be revealed today. Chevrolet kicks off their campaign with a new ad, EVs for Everyone, aired over the weekend during NFL, and it uses Fleetwood Macs everywhere. Uh, So EVs everywhere for everyone, and in the Chevrolet name at the end, the EV of Chevrolet highlighted blue. Next, Mercedes and their smart brand, these days co-owned by Mercedes and Geely, launching their number one EV. Bit of modesty there. They're calling it the number one. And it is not the small car that you think of with the smart brand. This is actually more like a small SUV. It'll do 450 kilometers of range on WLTP. Fast charger, 150 kilowatts. Cost, well, anything from about $40,000 equivalent in China. And like I say, It's called the smart number one but it's so much bigger than anything that you can imagine smart have ever made before. Really moving into new segments there. Mercedes-Benz are unveiling their long-haul version of their e-Actros. 600 kilowatts of power and 600 kilowatt hours of battery capacity using LFP cells, recharging to 80% in under half an hour on the megawatt chargers, which are coming. Also using an e-trailer, where the trailer is also battery-powered. And if you're wondering wonder who supplies the batteries to that. In a separate press release I got today, CATL, the Chinese battery maker, uh, say that they have won an award from Daimler Trucks as supplier award. Not sure it's the supplier of the year or something, uh, probably. And when I looked at what they, yeah, you know, it's a typical thing that I get sent. I'm like, yeah, 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 what's all this? Let's have a little sift through. It turns out they've been awarded by Daimler Truck. Uh, a special thanks for their battery systems provided to... The E-Actros. So there you go. It's CATL providing the LFP batteries there. And also to the company Trailer Dynamics for the powered trailer. Ford's CEO, Jim Farley, has been studying Norway very closely and noticed a trend recently where Tesla were building out more and more of what you would call old-fashioned brick-and-mortar buildings that are open at the weekends when even service is closed. Some might even say it resembles a... Dealership, He says we studied Tesla very carefully over the last several years, and even though everybody thinks Tesla is a digital, online-only kind of car company in a massive EV market like Norway, actually, 1,200 employees in a very small country, lots of dealer facilities – That's definitely a a vote of confidence in the dealer model, which Ford is obviously very much behind. Now, China, this is huge news. China has extended the purchase tax waiver. What does that mean? That means incentives all the way through to the end of 2023, when they were due to end at the end of this year. So far, 5.5 million EVs sold in China this year. The German Car hire company Sixth uh, will be 15% electric by the end of this year, but they say 90% all-electric by the end of the decade. And Connected Curb, the charging manufacturer, on-street chargers, what they're famous for, Connected Curb, uh, receiving $110 of investment from Aviva. And that's briefly.